0: Welcome <laughs> to the lucky 14th episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X, with my illustrious guest, the city-wearing Kang, Mr. Grant Rancaster. What up, dog? How you feel, big boy? You know, you know. Hot as a chicken wing and some grease.
1: Mm-hmm, who is it? Mm-hmm. Who is it? Yeah, it was, it was warm today. Was it? It was a little warm today. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh like we supposed to be up in the nineties next couple of days.
0: Yeah, that's what they're saying here for the end of the week. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Up in Detroit City where you are. Detroit City, Detroit mm-hmm. City.
1: Doctor. Doctor. Ooh,
0: ooh. Ooh. That's right. Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> exactly. You have any um ill effects from those Canadian wildfires or are they missing you completely?
1: No, we had uh we had the air quality warnings and all that kind of thing um for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. We had all that stuff but uh for the past few days at least it's been it's been fairly clear. Well, so it's... yeah, I don't know if it's over or not. I haven't I haven't checked.
0: Yeah, I just watched the weather today and they said that it's going to be bad for the next couple of days as far as like breathing is concerned out here. So right. I was just curious as to, like, you know, whether y'all have had an effect because you're closer to, like, Canada up there than I am over here. You can pretty much drive right, right. over there, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Canada's uh, south of me. It's, like, four or five miles from my house.
0: That's the spot. Well, that's yeah. huh,
1: Yeah. That's good. Not that yeah. far at all.
0: Yeah, bro, so... So I'm just gonna say a big quick shout out to Mr. Brooks and Mr. Hopkins who won't be with us this week. Yes, sir. Due to weather conditions, I think they're just scared of the wokeness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Scared of the wokeness. Don't the boys be all about
0: it. Yeah, you know. This is mm-hmm. a this is a HBCU thing right now. Absolutely. You know we wanna know we wanna have this conversation about uh Woke, you know, first of all, man, I was looking at some stuff. This week was a very interesting week for learning things, for learning different things about history in the past. And um, I'm so glad that I am never messing with Florida. Florida is not on my menu. It's not on my state. And, you know, apparently a lot of people, a lot of people are starting to feel the same way about Florida, a lot of businesses are feeling the same way about Florida with the anti-wokeness to which the governor of that state says fuck it you know two tiers right. in a bucket i'm good without the finance and you know as he as he says that i was looking at something that was interesting do you know that and this is not a, an endorsement for any candidate for president but did you know that 70% of the gmp um that vote Went to Biden's and the other 30% went the other way. So the people that are actually like making this country run financially. Right. Are not with that That are anti- putting money
1: into the economy.
0: That are putting money into the economy and the others have guns and attitudes. Right. I thought that was an interesting, I thought that was an interesting step.
1: It is, but, but, it actually kind of makes sense when you think about it because the people who people who spend money are typically poorer people, you know working class people and poorer people that they 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 have to spend money. Rich people don't necessarily have to spend money like that
0: well, you know you, what I mean well when you talk about supporters for that party they they carry Mississippi they carry Louisiana. They carry Alabama. They carry all these mm-hmm. um, Kentucky. All of these poor states that they they take more money than they put into the national economy. They're yeah. yeah. They're essentially but it, it, welfare recipients. Right,
1: but it, it it doesn't matter though because to to my way of thinking, I'll put it this way: it doesn't matter. So as as a as a white person in America, your, your next morning. uh, Okay. So today I'm here, but tomorrow something could happen and I could be in Rockefeller status. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think, I think that's just kind of how poor white people think like, okay, today I'm, today I'm poor, but if I just keep working tomorrow, I'll be, you know, on that level, I'll be a Walton. I could, I can make that much money. I could, I could, you know what I mean? Like hit that idea or do whatever to get that money. So it's easy to believe, you know, that they, that they, you know, they, they spend, they spend, they, they, it's easy for them to carry, carry that party. You know what I mean? Because in their minds, they just think that they, they are part of that.
0: I don't know. I have a hard time believing, or I, maybe I guess the part of it and that's kind of the, what they did with people back in history when, before they actually had, um, slavery the way it was first it was indentured serv servants and slaves you know together and then they said but then they started looking around and they were like hey tim wise is you know a um historian in this country and he always he's got that video that explains it to people where that the rich owners looked around and they said hey they they outnumber us by many more and if they ever decided right. that they were going to get together we're out of there and that's right. what, that was really the beginning of white per se there's no such thing as white culture white culture right. well there is such a thing because it's been around for 300 years and it's the KKK right. and all of these other things that are deep in the establishment and conversations like this that we're having that aren't biased at all they're just simply factual. They're just factual stuff, things that happen. This is what they call the woke agenda. This is what they call changing history. But it's not actually changing history, it's actually teaching history as it occurred, the good and the bad. Or talking about history in this case, because we're not professors, you know. Right. We're just having a conversation on the internet about it. Why do you think right. that whole thing is this whole woke you know anti-wokeness and the thing is that really pissed me off about it before i even get into it i don't like the term woke and i don't like white people using that term because if you're going to be honest just i just wish that they would stop being dishonest about it and just call it what it is anti-black anti-anything that has to do with people who are descended from africans that were slaves in this country
1: right I agree with that. I, I'm I'm very uh I think that the whole woke thing has been uh kinda misappropriated. You know what I mean? I think it's been I think it's been hijacked. You know, I mean we, we kinda said woke as a as a slang kind of thing. And then all of a sudden it became a popular term and when you know, when anything that becomes popular, you know, it just doesn't have the same connotation anymore because the people who decided that it was quote unquote popular didn't have the inner meaning of it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, it was an internal thing. Right. And now that it's out, now that the cat is out the bag, they just kind of made it mean what they wanted to
0: mean. Should black people be more upset about the fact that they've taken that term woke or that they use this code word? Cause honestly, nah. to me, I think that every time a, Every time I hear a white person say woke, I, I hear black.
1: Right. So it's, it's all it's all the same dog whistle, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what the word is. If it's, you know, uh, woke or if it's people of color, you know what I mean? Like, you, you just kind of know, based on connotation, you just kind of know what, what they're talking about. And may And maybe that's just our, maybe that's our internal thing, you know what I mean? Based on our treatment in this country, you know what I mean? Certain things whether we like it or not certain things about this country are imprinted in our DNA, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that treatment of, of like, I don't want to call it fear, but that, that leeryness of police, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That you understand when the police pulls you over, there's a certain way that you need to behave in order to, uh, survive
0: you know, have, have, right.
1: And, and not even have a, you know, have, have better than a 50 50 chance right. of survive. Right. You know, and there's there's just a certain way that you got to act. And innately, we know that, you know, so I I think when you when you hear certain terms, you just kind of or our interpretation of it
0: Mm.
1: has has our history on it.
0: Well, piggybacking on what you just said in terms of um, what's going on with I, I, We said that we're not really getting too much into politics. I'm moving the the basis of the show out of politics per se, But you can't ignore what's going on. You can't ignore the rhetoric. You have to pay attention somewhat to what some of these people are saying. And with what just happened with the Supreme Court a couple of months ago, um, just last month, actually, with them taking affirmative action and throwing it in the garbage, and we had the conversation there, and I heard that guy say like look this is a good thing because now we can deal with the actual problem which is inequity in schools and things of that nature um you look at a guy like the and he's saying that anti that florida is the place where woke comes to die so that's another reason not to go to florida because in my interpretation he's saying this is where black people go to die I don't live in Florida. If I go there, I'm just going to Disneyland or Miami. People from Miami say we're are starting to say, um, a lot of them are starting to say we're not a part of Florida. We're Miami. We're different. Mm-hmm. We're something different. Disney's pulling out. A lot of businesses are pulling out. Yeah. They're going the way of Mississippi at this point, happily so. Barefoot. Barley barley in between the teeth and everything and <laughs> running around and everything, and that's fine. Listen, Mm -hmm. you know, you took a perfectly good beach with a whole bunch of honeys all over the up and down the sides, and you said that, um, you know, we don't like the brown ones. And the crazy thing is that if you want to get biblical with it, the meek shall inherit the earth. If you have no melanin with these temperatures going up, it's like almost like the prophecy is like you could have predicted exactly what was happening, we put too many chemicals in, out into the world and basically have taken away all these layers you've got these wildfires because these people want to do whatever they want to do they don't want to they didn't respect nature they killed off the indians because the indians or i wouldn't say i'm sorry did i say indians native americans they killed off the native americans because they had respect for the land they had respect for the animals they had respect for nature That was a part of it. Big business doesn't have respect for nature. Big business runs oil pipelines and things of that nature, and it doesn't Mm trickle down to these people that are now, quote-unquote, white, a condition that didn't exist 300 years ago, whiteness, Mm quote-unquote. So you put it all together with birth rates. People ain't doing it. White people ain't doing it. You've got mm-hmm. Elon Musk on what used to be Twitter, which is now X. Dude, right. you biting me? You know what I'm saying? It's that you've been biting <laughs> me, like he biting me. But like, yo, know, <laughs> um, he's begging people to have babies. White people will have babies, right? But they can't go out in the sun because people like Elon Musk. Have ruins outside. And I think mm-hmm. that I think that a lot of activity has been like kinda quieted down by the fact that the weather is so heinous. Well, it's even too hot to create to like, you know, commit crime at this point. And I think that we're seeing if you look at the news, you're not really seeing too much crime going on. It's too damn hot. Yeah, no, it
1: ain't it ain't a bunch of crime, but it's a bunch of murders happening.
0: Yeah. Well, get- I mean, you get hot.
1: Crime is murder, but murder is crime.
0: Murder is crime. But, you know, that's just basically people mad at each other. Right. Too damn hot. That's the way it works. I'm sweating. <laughs> right. If you don't have AC, they no longer are shipping. Uh, they're no longer shipping guns into Chicago. They're going into the projects and pulling ACs out of windows. Psh, <laughs> Trying to yeah, it's real. It's real. It's real in the field for sure. It really is. It really is. Yeah. But you know, Florida, bro. Anti wokeness. Anti blackness. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, but we, you know, Florida is is really just a microcosm of the country. You know what I mean? I mean, so that there's a few black people in a few places in Florida. You know, you got blacks in Miami and and whatever other other you know Orlando, you know wherever else you have some. There you know, there's a, there's a few, but there's not an overwhelming population of black people in Miami in in Florida as a whole. Um, so it's like I said, it's just a microcosm of of what America is. You know, it's it's a it's a, a, a it's a biased. Prejudiced place,
0: running, and
1: this, this this is just what America is.
0: They're running minorities out, and as the minorities flee the country, flee the state, so is the finance. Is it is there a correlation there somewhere where you're pushing all these where you're pushing all these anti all this anti stuff? You know, the crazy thing about it is that you have all these different people that are that consider themselves to be conservatives and Republicans. You've got the the DeSantis-Trump group of people. You've got the George Bush group of people. And then Mm -hmm. you've got these other guys, like the Vivek Ramesh, whatever his name is, the guy that's the Indian guy that's running for president and everything, everything, whatever his name is, and he's running on... Anti-woke agenda And he's saying like Listen it's a good thing That affirmative action is gone Because we don't need to be Breaking each other up Based upon gender And this is what the whole Anti-woke trope is all about It says that We're all equal from the time That we're born And we come up the same ways We get the same opportunities And we're taught the same things And everything is level And by even talking about it That's what the problem is. You talking about it, this show that we're having right now to have the conversation to go a little bit in depth about it. It's not true because it actually happened for him. He's a, a Indian. Now the term applies.
1: Well, so what we're talking about though, mostly is, is people's feelings. You know what I mean? When, When you start talking about, uh, anti anti wokeness and this that and the third. I mean it's all about people don't want to be made to feel a certain way. Right? That's that's basically what it boils down to. So to our detriment, we know that black people will spend their last dollar on some Jordans or whatever whatever dumb shit that black people are are decided they buying iPhone 73 or whatever whatever the fuck is out there. So just imagine the hate that you have to have to run these people out, to try to run these people out of your state when you know that every dime these jokers make, they're going to give right back to your economy. Mm. Right? Like, I'm just saying on on a capitalist level.
0: Can we get more short-sighted? Or care less? Yeah, I mean, right. Or care less?
1: Yeah. I mean, black people spend more money in this country than way more than our 12%. Uh, if we 12% of the population, we probably spend 50% of the money
0: because
1: mm. we, because we typically ain't saving shit.
0: Not a damn thing. Yeah. yeah. damn So, thing.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So if you don't want us in your, if you don't want us in your location, it, you know what I mean? If you don't want us in your state, I mean, cool, you know, Keep all right. You're
0: pushing. Keep yeah. Pushing. To me, I'm out. See, but their thought process processes that once they get everybody out, then they're going to form a militia and they're going to come in and they're going to come in wherever you are. And right, going to and push them,
1: you out of there too. To
0: push you out of there or they're going to take your money. They're right. Like, you know, they're right. not actually looking to do anything. There was an interesting conversation in the uh, blackout comp, um, group online, which is now called Something Different. Um because it split into a couple of different fractions based upon oh, okay. the blackout buying things. And um, Oh, I
1: thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say they you could it couldn't be called black out. It had um, to be like
0: had to be woke out everybody out. Everybody yeah, or out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right, well, yeah. Well there's a lot of cats. There's a lot of cats like that. And I had actually saw something that was interesting. But they had a they had a black guy that came up and we had covered this like about probably about a show about a year, year and a half ago. You remember when we, when we had the discussion about African people and about how black people are not a monolith? We always say that, but we right. actually had the uh-huh. conversation and we broke it down yeah. based upon the writings of a book, the difference between the African-American that is the ADOS, um right. the recent immigrant, and whatever other groups that there are that make right. up that, that whole thing. So now what we have is we have these people... Trotting out doppelgangers speaking for us. So there's this mm-hmm. guy who's um, his name is like something like Thomas. You know, second, second. Right. Um, you know, you can just imagine how it's spelled. There's an N. There's a G. There's a Z. There's right. like you know, it's like all these different letters. I'm not going to give him. I'm not going to give him any props. But this dude stood up in front of like a group of white people in a on an educational board. And discussed that he said, "Listen, we as black people don't need better education from you. We don't need reparations from you. We don't need x, y, and z and it was so funny to read the comments because honestly, when they talk about reparations, he doesn't qualify for reparations he's right. a he's he came as a Nigerian into this country he had a different they had a different pathway. Education wise, money wise. And, you know, so he's not really, he's not Adas. He's mm-hmm. not, and he's not trying to learn about Adas. His point of view is that we did it, you can do it. And he's like more, just like everybody else, everyone is always looking out for their own head. They're trying to protect their own neck. And absolutely. He is moving in those anti woke spaces, which is essentially anti black. We we just need to call it what it is. It's anti-black. I don't understand why black people every time a white person says woke, they should just turn to the to the white person next to them that says that and says, don't you mean black? You know, and then see what they see what they do from there. Because honestly, right. because that that's what you're talking about when you say woke.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's always buzzwords. You know what I mean? There's always buzzwords to hide the agenda as, as much as possible. But the, the the killer part is, I don't even think that all white people, when they say, woke well, I think some of them think that they're talking about the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, I think they... But the, the problem is the problem is the, the ones that have the money and are in charge of this shit, that 10%, you know, that 10%, that controls... The 85, when they say something is woke or anti-woke, they're talking about anti-black.
0: They mean it. It's That group is true. And also on the other end of that spectrum is the ones that consider themselves to be white that have forgotten where their ancestors come from. Their their ancestors are now, they're just white. They were just all, they were all carpetbaggers when they came here. Like right. now and everything, but they weren't. Um, those people also they say it out of a place of ignorance where they're just trying to be smarter to themselves they're trying to feel like they figured something out we figured out yeah. a way to call you black without getting slapped
1: yeah they're trying to be cool
0: they're trying to be cool in white people's terms you know Right.
1: You know, absolutely
0: you know, we have all these different things happening um, Jason Aldean that guy the country singer with the it doesn't happen like this in a white in a small town. And I was like listening to what he said about well, it happens in a small town. And I read I understood, I didn't understand that. He actually shot his video in a place where they used to have whole lynchings. That's the number one mm. song. That's the number one song in the country mm. charts. And his video was shot where they used to have lynching. And he's anti woke. So it's like he just needs to. They just need to just drop the pretense with this guy. He's not talking about anti wokeness. He's talking about black. Yeah, you know, we used to hang y'all.
1: Yeah, but he, he can't, you he can't. He don't want to get canceled head. though. He's not because then he'll get canceled.
0: He can't get canceled because. Well, you
1: know. You know, I don't believe canceled is a thing,
0: but... Yeah, he can't be canceled. He can't be canceled any more than... Who, who are we saying that was a black person that they tried to cancel? Like, he can't be canceled any more than the LGBTQ community can cancel Dave Chappelle. Because right. there's enough people that are his fans... Right. ...that no matter what he says... Yeah, I get it. He's good. He's he's like the actual... He's a successful Ted Nugent. You know? Right. Because... They talk about the same things, except for people buy are buying this guy's records now, right? You know, but well, the, I, it's it's what the, it's what they want, though.
1: You know what I mean? Like it's it's so just like we have certain things in our DNA. I think white people have certain things in their DNA, and even though we're even though the tribes of white people, just like the tribes of black people, were were at war with one another, the tribes of white people have been at war too, but the tribes of white people that are in this country now have decided that we are the enemy. We being black people. So, you know, they they'll set aside, right. Some of them, they'll set aside their tribal differences for the time being, because in their DNA, they remember right. And in their DNA is, is a certain thing that says, Hey, black people are inferior or, or whatever, whatever it is that, that they say black people don't belong here or whatever.
0: If you want to make it less sinister, you could say black people oppressing these black people was what was our come up in the first place, right. you know by siding yeah. with by siding with rich whites or right that was how we were able to come up and we were able to get things, how we were able to yeah. now file lawsuits and become full people and become our own men and women yeah. this is what that is their history
1: and this know? this is how this is how the entire country was built
0: but a lot of them still don't have. They still don't have anything. That's the the crazy part. But
1: that's beside the point. That's beside the point. Because whether they have anything or not, they're not black.
0: But they have meth. Right? So they have meth. Right. They have drug. They've got just as many drug problems, just as many personal problems. Absolutely. Just like. Absolutely. They're being moved in are same direction.
1: Yeah, because people are people. So it doesn't matter what color you are, the problems of of people are always going to be the same problems of people. Whatever they happen to be at that time, if it's meth, if it's crack, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, whatever the problem is that's out there in the world, it's going to affect all people across the country. You know what I mean? Like across all color spectrums, all people are going to be affected by whatever is affecting all people at that time. So, however, our... In in terms of white people, their superiority to us has been derived from the fact that they were able to pull off slavery, basically, yeah. and build this country up to what it was. Now, clearly, somebody who's born, you know, somebody in, in our age group, a white a white person in our age group, didn't have anything to do with slavery, right? That's correct. so yeah. I so I can see why I can almost understand. Hey. I don't want to hear that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that, that shit been over for however long, whenever uh, Lincoln uh, supposedly freed the slaves. That, that shit been over for that long. However, everything that was built on the backs of these slaves is everything that you now own. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and not you necessarily, but white people. You know what I mean? Like Chris Rock said, the, co- the color blue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, it's a white person that owns the color blue. When you when you walk when you in Manhattan, someone owns every skyscraper that's in Manhattan. Mm. And just consider that some people own fucking skyscrapers, apartment buildings. They own that real estate and they own that building.
0: And especially people do, especially when you consider that those areas right there start a lot of that real estate started out as a black neighborhood. Right, You know, right. The, the lower part of Manhattan was a black neighborhood. And then it, w- it took immigrants who were angry at the fact that they were being drafted into the Civil War to burn these black neighborhoods. And that's where we get black people moving up to Harlem and down to Brooklyn. And that's right. what started that migration. People don't understand this. See, the crazy part is that this is the history that they don't want to talk about. They don't want to touch. And the reason being is... Because it's not because of the fact that the average white person has a piece of that building, like you said. It's for the same reasons that they came up with these codes in the first place, because they need you not to look at the fact that somebody who owns that building is not your ancestor.
1: Right. Right.
0: You share but skin.
1: But he, but he, here's here's an even an even bigger part. Okay, so so let's let's say let's not take a, a a Rockefeller or a Walton. let's take a white dude that's just you know, a doctor, you know he makes whatever he makes he, half million million dollars a year. I don't know what doctors make. You know he's an anesthesiologist and he just happens to be the best anesthesiologist in the country. Let's give him you know five million dollars a year.
0: All right, five million.
1: Okay. okay. All right. Let's give him five million. So here we come with this, with this same, you know, uh, historical kind of rhetoric, right? You know, slavery, blah, blah, blah. Everything you got, you got because of slavery, blah, blah, blah. To that guy. Okay, cool. I get it. What would you like for me to do? Hmm. Right? What percentage of my money could I give you to shut the fuck up? Hmm. And and just leave me alone. You see what I'm saying? So so I mean I, I I understand it. Like what what would you like for me to do? And this is this is where the where the rubber kind of meets the road. You know, I I I want you want people to know this information. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, what is it that you want from these people? Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, until and you know until you can tell me what you want from me, then I don't really want to hear that shit.
0: I think that's a great point because I, I see people all the time, especially when they talk about the reparations, Yo, just run me my bread. Yeah. Right. But what are you going to do with your bread though? If you get it, where's the value going to be? What good is the bread? If, if they don't allow you to buy property, right? You know, suppose you get 3 million. If you get, if they're giving away $3 million in reparations, Guess what? Single family residence is going up to four million. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. It's not gonna yeah. have any it's not gonna have any actual value. So this is yeah. why Cadillacs, always, are Cadillacs are gonna be a mill. Cadillacs are gonna be a mill. You're gonna get $4 yeah. million and everything, Cadillac's going up to a mil. <laughs> You're not getting that Bugatti. That Bugatti is yeah. like, you know, money is money is a construct. You know, you right. look at it you look at it very simply like, you know, Arabs have so much money, and they make so much money, they, in, in the Middle East, they can never spend it. You see, they, they had that um, that player, a soccer player, that he's already getting like $111 million from Real Madrid in salary next
1: year. Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. that's not even what they paid in the transfer fee, which is probably like another like 60 70 million. And right. Saudi Arabians came in, and they basically put in a billion dollar offer for this guy. They would not even feel that money. They've already bought golf. They've already bought golf. They've bought their way into the right. PGA Tour. They split the PGA mm-hmm. Tour in half because let's be honest, white people are hoes too. They want right. that money. They just like they just like their their Instagram girls. You know, right. you flash that money in front of, yo, it's way too much money. We can't turn this down. Can't turn it down. So mm-hmm. it, this is the world that they live in. This is the world, but there's no intrinsic value to that. So it's like, I, I keep seeing people trying to run to this thing about money and money and printing money. And like, we just want money and we want our bread and everything. And I understand that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of black people never came up with any money at any period of time. So you've got to right. comprehend that concept and everything that they want their bread. But there's really better value to be found. There's better value to be found than things like, okay, like these people are, you make the argument very simply. These people are making the argument that we're all living in the same places. We get the same education. How about we actually do make that a reality? Let's get the same education. Let's get the same. Well, who's going to be in charge of it? Who's gonna be in charge of it? Well, that's always the problem. They can put me in charge, right. but I'll probably be corrupted. You know, they'll find yeah, me in mean, and,
1: and that's the thing. As long as long as people, as long as they're people, people are gonna be different. And I'm saying and I'm saying different on the surface. Not even not even how they act, how they you know what I mean? None, nothing like that. People are gonna be different on the surface. The reason the difference the reason black and white became a thing. The reason why indentured servitude ended is because, hey, well, two reasons. The reason that you said before that, hey, we're outnumbered in this bitch, so we need all y'all, right? But the other reason that it ended is because if I'm a white dude and I'm a slave in in Hempstead, uh-huh. if I can get the hop hog, I'm no longer a slave.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I can just walk a couple towns over. Uh-huh. Where nobody knows me, and then I'm not a, I'm not an indentured servant anymore. I'm good. Now I'm just a dude looking for a job.
0: Yeah, I'm good.
1: Right. right. So you, So they. They. It, it's not like they could keep indentured servants. Yeah, right. Right. They, because you could just walk off right. and be gone. Right. So, but like I said, the re, that's that's the reason that that the difference the b is, is black and white because I can instantly see that you are black. Uh-huh. There's no, you know, of course, you know, once they once they started dibbling and dabbling in the in the in the slave quarters after hours, uh-huh. of course, you started having people that you, you know, there was some question, OK, hey, that may be a black guy, maybe not. Uh-huh. But when it when it first started and still, by and large, you see somebody that's black and you know that they black. Uh-huh. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's easy to make that distinction.
0: Unless you're Mr. doop. <laughs> you know, because he um, because he's African in descent, but he's not A. Right. He's not the. This is and what we said. All this stuff is tribal, yo. It's all tribal. Yeah. It's all tribal. And but I've been like I've been watching. There's a lot of interesting characters out there right now. Um, I don't know if Donald Trump is to thank for that, or he's to I. I can't say it's a bad thing because a lot of stuff has happened. But this RFK Jr. running for president, he said something that was very interesting. He was like, anytime you start censoring people, history has told us that censors, people who are who censor other people, they've never come out to turn out to be the good guys. Right. Never. It's historical. So you make a list of people. Um, you start with every one of those poor southern states that we ran off, Mississippi, Louis, Louisiana, Florida, Um, Mm -hmm. Alabama just recently said that they're not even going to adhere to the Supreme Court decision about them redistricting places and areas. So that way, black neighborhoods or just basically black people in that in that area will have a voice. They're not even going to acknowledge it. They're like, fuck it. Fuck you, feds. One group is where it is. Alabama is like they're they're really going out. They're really going all out on this stuff. And like a lot of other places, they're going a lot of, and the rubber is starting to meet the road, like you said. So, yeah, I don't know where we're gonna go from here, but I just, yeah,
1: I mean, the conversation is always interesting, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, if you're trying to accomplish something, I mean, you know, as well as I do, they talk about a 10 year plan, so you got a 10 year plan you set some reasonable goals in order to get you to that, to that 10 year piece. Right Right now it may take you longer than 10 years, but if you have reasonable short-term goals that can get you to where you're trying to get, then eventually you can make it happen. Right. So, so when you start talking about these conversations in terms of like reparations and how do you get, so, you know, you, you should expect white people to be prejudiced towards other white people you should you should expect that what we should also expect is for black people to be prejudiced towards other black people mm. but we're not right so so if if we were and we kept some of our money in our community mm-hmm. you know you know let just see what we could do you know, the, you know what I mean make it a short term goal
0: I want to say something before I forget before I forget off the top of my head because you said something about black people hating one other black people. And um, there was, in that group, that was the whole point I was trying to make. In that group, the conversation was based upon black people not looking out for one another um, to a certain extent, something along those lines. And what I said to this, and this one guy was like, he was like, listen, this whole conversation is BS because you know, there ain't no black unity, there's no black, like, any of the stuff, and I'm like, listen, you gotta it's never been that way and the whole reason why we have this anti-woke and the reason why they don't want to tell people about this stuff is because they don't want you to learn about what the black community was like before 1964 they don't want you to understand that there was, if you were traveling from New York to Georgia, a lot of the times when you spent the night in a hotel. That hotel was actually somebody black's living room or home because black travelers because black families open up their homes to black travelers.
1: Right. To keep them
0: safe. You know, whereas Mm -hmm. today, when someone comes from New York to South Carolina, it's like, where are you from? It's a different thing. And it's just a simple fact that there had to be a lot of steps that went from that Basically, that was 100, 200 years of black. That's really 100 years of black people looking out for each other in the Mm -hmm. most intimate of ways. The most intimate of ways. There's nothing more intimate than inviting a person into your house, a man, a woman, a stranger into your house. To sit at your table and share your food and to sleep underneath your roof for that night in an attempt to find safety for them. And the simple Mm -hmm. fact that most black people don't understand that, that actually occurred and have been actually um, encouraged to believe the opposite. You can't get back. You can't get back something that you never knew you had.
1: Right. And that's
0: what this anti-woke thing is about. This anti-black thing is about. It's about they're more desperate. And, you know, after I made my comments, this guy came in, and he said so he was just basically and i said this to this young dude and i was like you know and i say this like without any type of you know malice towards you whatsoever i'm not trying to disrespect you i'm not trying to make you look stupid even though he came in very strong and very hard and very sure like they often do but it's completely and totally off but i'm like listen i'm just schooling you and a guy came and said well, I don't know how you, why you think you would be able to school this person. It was obviously a troll. It was one of those right. white guys with a black profile coming in there because what I said was so strong, they don't want other people to pick up one and then listen to it. So, it's no. like, so I had to come out and say something negative, and then they try to get you to devolve and get into a conversation with them. You see, but... Mm-hmm. These are lessons that I learned from my parents in the seventies. This is stuff that my kid that I was, was taught to me, my, my moms, you know, about how you mm-hmm. watch people and how you don't listen to everything that everyone says to you. And, you know, you've got to always consider the source before you open up your mouth and you talk. And these are simple. And before you even take information into your soul, it's like, not all food is good food, right? So when attempting to pass this along, this is something that they don't want you to hear. They don't want you to do that. They don't want you teaching these people that. They don't want you educating black people. And that type of education is not something it's not a it's not a matter of greatness. It's just a matter of common decency that we right. that we need to like grab back.
1: Mm-hmm. But so that that but that's so I'll, I, I, say it, I say it often, it's, it's hard to go back to an age. You know what I mean? Like Because mentally, once you move past something, it's hard to go back to it.
0: But is it, is it hard to, is it impossible to grab aspects of it and build upon those aspects? Because, I mean, that was your nature for over 100 right. years. You well, know, so, it's only two generations.
1: Right, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing now that you've bought into uh the american dream you know what i mean the whole everybody's equal i can go anywhere i can live anywhere now that you've bought into that whether it's true or not now that you've bought into it it's hard to go back to you know because yeah so you know when I, when when you were traveling and you stayed at the johnson hotel the johnson hotel probably wasn't as fresh as the hilton
0: Mm. right, Which, and which but you now, know.
1: right, and, and, and it wouldn't let you in, but right now, if the Johnson Hotel and Hilton, most people are going to choose the Hilton, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, I mean, so, and, and it don't, it could be the Hilton and Howard Johnson, right, you know, most people with the means are going to go to the Hilton, I you know, that. and that's, that's what it boils down to that's that's why it's hard to bring that back because that that comfort you know what i mean that 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 access that uh you know the the things that we demand the comforts that we demand have now that we used to demand have now become mandatory
0: mm.
1: right and it's it's gonna be hard to go back and pull even aspects of it because it's like like we we said i said before on here like you don't buy you don't buy Gucci or Louis Vuitton or whatever whatever the brand is because you think it's the because you know it's the dope shit. You buy it because somebody told you it's the dope shit.
0: You don't even buy like the whole conversation as to whether or not that is actually a quality. If you're buying a Gucci bag, it says Gucci, but it could be shit. Right. But if it's a quality, and just, you'll pass up a quality product because it says Gucci.
1: Right and just think about this when's the last time you saw uh a, a rich person's wife in a Louis Vuitton like outfit even a, just a coat
0: to that had
1: LV that had LV on it from top to bottom
0: right they're wearing the right they're we- they're wearing Louis Vuitton, but right, but, but they're, they're wearing, wearing the subtle the, shit the subtle stuff right.
1: right they're wearing the subtle shit so they, they don't care if you know that it's Louis Vuitton. But Louis Vuitton also makes the shit with Louis Vuitton all over it. Mm-hmm. So that, and they, and they know who going to buy that shit by and large. And I'm not talking about just the bag, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about like, you see, like you see these, uh, like rap dudes, or whatever that I have on a fucking Louis, Louis Vuitton pair of pants. And it's got LV sprinkled all over that shit. That shit is fucking retarded.
0: Just call it what it called. It. It's it's posers. And you know what? On that one, I'm I'm gonna say, like I saw something really funny on the internet. They did um they a store opened up in Midtown Manhattan, Plessey, shoes, and they did right. an experiment and they invited all these different social media contributors, movers, shakers, you know, somebodies right. on the internet. influencers, influencers, exactly. And they came into the store. And they were loving these brands in these stores, and they were, you know, they six hundred dollars for a pair of shoes, you know, thousand dollars, two thousand dollars for a pair of pumps, and then after they made their purchase, they let them know that it was actually um, a drop store for Payless.
1: Payless. Payless. That's funny.
0: Pilesi. It was an Italian store. <laughs> yes. But it just shows you, like, when you said that, when you said that, what I was thinking is that, yes, you know, you're getting that. People from the hood are going to buy that. But there are also a lot of people that are just generally, it's going to tell, what that does is that kind of tells you who's who. Because I've right. seen I've seen white girls in in Louis Vuitton head to toe. Yeah, and absolutely. I just, and I just go like this. I just absolutely. Like, yeah, but I just go like, hmm. Because then I know where they come from What it is right. What their thought uh-huh. process is You, you can tell right. everything from somebody Based upon yeah. what, they're, what they're trying to prove
1: And mm-hmm. I mean, We
0: ain't trying to prove nothing
1: so, Yeah last move.
0: last move We ain't got nothing to prove <laughs> Yeah that's right Only hip hop heads know that
1: <laughs>
0: Only hip hop heads yeah. know that
1: uh
0: huh. I saw another thing where they had a sheepskin coat, and they were like, "If you if you had one of these, can nobody tell you oh, nothing yeah. about hip hop?"
1: Yes, sir. You know, but <laughs> yes, you know sir. what?
0: I was like, "I they need to put up one up with the full length leather bombers because that's what I was rocking." <laughs> you feel me? Yes, sir. With my Adidas, <laughs> my Adidas. Rock on, yo! Rock on, yo! <laughs> While we're laughing and everything, did you see this guy that got pulled over? The truck driver really hit me today because, you know, my daddy was a truck driver. And um, he was scared, nervous. Apparently, he had one mud flap that was missing from his trailer. And um, the police were trying everything to get him to stop and pull over. He was somewhere down in the south and everything. And um, they even threw spikes out there. And eventually he did stop, and there were state police on the scene, and there were local police on the scene. He gets out the truck, hands up in the air. If you turn on CNN or you turn on um, MSNBC, you'll see it tonight. I don't know if they'll show it on Fox. I don't know. But he gets out, has his hands up, and um, police are all trained around him. And the state police officer tells the other cop, don't release your dog, his hands are up. Don't release your dog. So what did he do? Release the dog. Releases the dog. Boy, ate him up. And then Django. Of course, what he say to him? He said, "Well, you shouldn't have been. You shouldn't have been driving. You shouldn't have been uh, You should have pulled over sooner. Now it's got nothing to do. Once your hands are up, you're out the car." You know, we've seen plenty of people get shot in these same situations. Plenty of people get um, choked out in these same situations. And this is what they're doing. This is what they do. So then I would have to ask my man, Vivek Rameshwamishwap, you know, the guy that's running for president and everything, Does that cop, does that police officer see the same, see all of us as being the same? Because if he would have walked out, if the guy would have got out of his truck and he would have had a rebel hat on with his hands up in the air, would he have released the dog? And it wasn't like he just jumped out and they released the dog. He was literally standing on the street like this for at least... 30 seconds in the video, so I don't know where it got picked up, how long he was out there. But he was out there for a while. Wasn't reaching for nothing, and they just sent the dog after him. Yeah. How can you tell people that they're equal when this thing's happened? You see, the problem is that as long as you employ these people that behave in that manner, you're always gonna be talking out the side of your face. But they don't care
1: yeah my brother's twenty three years old
0: twenty three years old did you see it or you this first time no i, I didn't see you, it i know you were you i were just pulled it up yeah I know you were yeah i
1: ju- i just day. pulled it up mm-hmm.
0: so it's like how do you how do you make that um you don't you know you don't so no
1: nah, you, you can't you can't try to justify certain behaviors man i i i just don't I just don't believe in, in, in even trying to justify certain shit. Like there's, there's no, there's no reason for this. I don't, I don't care. I don't care what he did. Right. Once he gets out of the car and his hands, once he gets out of the truck, his hands are up, he's on the ground or whatever. And you release the dogs on him at that point. Yeah. See, you need, you need to go under the jail.
0: You do. You shouldn't, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be employed as a police officer, but no. then again, in certain places, you should. That's exactly the behavior that they're looking for. That's exactly the decision making that they're looking for. That's exactly what they're trying to do. You know, a police officer's job in a lot of cases is to keep them from us. And right. chi- In Chicago, you have, in Detroit, and all these, you know, say, I don't know how bad the crime is in Detroit now. But I know in Chicago, crime is is always a thing, but crime is always a mm-hmm. thing, because crime is always a thing because of the conditions that the people live in. Yeah, And that's pretty much anywhere you go to West Virginia. Crime is a thing in West Virginia in certain areas because of the conditions that those people live in. They used to work in coal mines, they used to live work in ore mines. Those things are done, they're closed down. Automation has replaced a lot of them you've got a whole generation of people that those states don't have any use for those people don't have any usage for so they've been feeding them welfare for the past one, two generations now mm-hmm. and as long as they get their welfare welfare is daddy I don't care what color you are if you get welfare, welfare is your daddy and that's by design. It's by design.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's not a bad it's not a bad thing. We are all conditioned. They're not we're not the only places inner city New York and in inner city Chicago, inner city Philadelphia. We're not the only places where they only teach people on an eighth grade level. It's all well across mm-hmm. the country. It's just that the reason why they teach those people in it to an eighth grade level is because they're also ill informed. And if they knew a little bit more, they might not vote for the people that they vote for on a daily basis because they would know that we're getting the shaft here. We're not getting the education. We're not getting the advantage. We're not getting the job opportunities. And really, honestly, is there are there really job opportunities out there? The economy's shrinking. So as long as we're having these conversations about jobs in this manner, we're not having the bigger conversation about jobs in another manner. Mm-hmm. So, we all fucked up. But, I gotta worry about minds. Absolutely. You know, so.
1: You know, and my, mines in the broader sense. Me and mine.
0: Me and minds.
1: Yeah. Great. You know,
0: and <laughs> No, we have Go ahead. What were you saying?
1: No, I was just—I was just going to say the sad thing is all skin folk ain't kin folk.
0: Oh, that's a damn truth, especially when yeah. we're talking about Mister Nigger Whatever his name is. you <laughs> saying, B, you ain't even—you're not even American. You know what I'm saying? He's Nigerian. He—it's very possible that he came over here with seven figures. You know, right. Nigerians are. Nigeria has some very rich Africans that have. Mines, diamond mines, oil mines, things of that nature.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I did see another. I had another conversation. Um, well, you know, I'm I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna table that one because we could probably have a conversation about that at another time. Uh, a deeper conversation about it another time, and we're pretty much almost at the one hour mark already. You know, because we've had mm-hmm. such a very quick conversation. See, I told you, you me and yeah, you can always seem like it went fast. Yeah, yo, yeah, it
1: seemed like it went fast.
0: Listen, you and I can always have this conversation and talk about it for hours. It's just like being at Drew Hall late at night with a couple of brothers right. and just having these philosophical conversations and covering all different things. And what people mm-hmm. don't understand about our HBCU brethren is that though a lot of us come from, a lot of us have come from inner cities and places like that. There's a whole bunch of us that come from trust funds as well.
1: As yeah, well. for sure.
0: You know, for sure. And when you have those conversations, you get very broad conversations. They would be like you, except for the fact that they've been pulled over by the police at some point, or they may have had some type of negative experience. A lot of those black people that go to HBCUs like at Howard University, it's because of the fact that they've experienced some type of racism. And these are the people that we used to intermingle with that would allow you to stay in their homes. So we need to get right. to know one another a little bit better. I get disappointed yes, when I hear it, all the stuff when people are fighting each other about different stuff. You don't even know each other. You don't know where you come from. I just, right. like, I just happen to be blessed. My family moved from the inner city out to Long Island. We always went back to Brooklyn. We were there. You mm-hmm. I was there, so I got to see that experience. We were, we were out in these places and around, so it's like I didn't have the luxury of like you know I didn't have the luxury of crying because somebody tried to call me the woke word, and that's what I'm gonna right. say. I'm gonna start calling it the woke word, not the n word, <laughs> the woke word because that's actually what they're calling us. We, need to take right. these things, we gotta make them. We gotta punish them. This generation doesn't punish these people for like basically calling them that, calling them to their face
1: yeah but this this generation believes that everything is fair. you know what I'm saying like they 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 have a genuine belief that you know white people are their brothers
0: Well, guess what your brother still has you still have 13 no matter no matter how no matter how much progress you think that you've made collectively or that you've made individually, just keep in mind that the same thirteen percent. Of the wealth that Black people owned. what was it? Is it thirteen percent, Grant?
1: We're, we're about thirteen percent of the population.
0: About thirteen percent. What is it of the of the wealth in this country? Is it twelve? Is it nine? Something around there.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's less than thirteen. It's, like it's a, less than the twelve percent that we are.
0: Whatever that number is, that number hasn't changed in over a hundred and fifty years. And if you believe it hasn't changed since since slavery ended. So you can think that either black people are the dumbest people on earth or there's got to be some collusion that's involved there. And it's just that what you're seeing right now is just the continuation of that collusion. And it's going to keep on going, keep on going. And that's not necessarily all white people's problem, like you said, because not all white people are involved in that. It's still the same people that are holding you back, too. And everything. Right. If you've owned property for a couple of generations, and you come from one of those families that pulled yourself up. Guess what? You don't have to worry about that much longer, because they're taking your properties back. Corporations mm-hmm. are buying the properties. Just look in your neighborhood. This is just a. This is the first time this uh, this show was like it's all inclusive. Everybody should hear what I'm saying right now. Because all you have to do is look around and see the apartment buildings that are going up, that they don't even have people to live in those apartment buildings. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why are they putting these buildings up? Is it because they just like to make these buildings? Or is it in in anticipation of a change in the way that you actually, the places that you live, the way that you live? They're already telling you how to live. They're already telling you what to do. And like um, RFK Jr. said, first step to totalitarianism is controlling all of the information. I've seen some other white guys come out and say, listen, it's not a good thing that what's going on with all this. You think that it's a victory. You're not winning shit because as soon as you win, as soon as you think that you win, if they can, the way it works is if they can do it to them, They can do it to you, too. Mm. That's a fact. So this is a bleak one. We're going to go into a little bit of overtime right now because I didn't get to cover the one thing that I wanted to cover that was funny, and that's what I was trying to get to a couple of minutes ago. Did you read the uh, article from The Root about problematic movies that wouldn't be shown, wouldn't be able to be (laughs) made today?
1: Yeah, I, I saw I saw some of the list. I, I don't remember everything that was on the list, but I do remember white girls being on the list or white chicks. When that the Wayans movie.
0: Yeah. So my question to yeah. you would be this: out of all those things that are inappropriate, all those movies that were inappropriate, what is the one movie that you would still like to see made, despite the fact that it's like very inappropriate for right now? Man. It had to be on that list. Yeah, it had to be on that list.
1: I would have to pull up the list because I don't. I don't remember all the movies that were on the list.
0: You don't remember all the movies on the list? I'll pull it up right now because we're a little bit in. We're a little bit over, but we're gonna we're gonna get into this anyway because it's it's just so. White chicks was definitely one of the movies. Yeah. Um, what do we have here? Because the, cause the, the first one in the movie, Soul Man, that was, like, very bad, 1996. The premise of that movie was, this, oh, is, this is in the root. That was Denzel, right? Wasn't no, that a Denzel movie? No, no. This is like a, um, C. Thomas Howell, you know? And I oh, guess, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I guess they thought oh, that. Oh, that movie was horrible. That was terrible. And I guess they thought <laughs> that was good because he was, like, uh, married to Ray Dawn Chung at the time who's like, you know, chi right. chi Chong's like, you know, um, daughter and everything, black girl and everything. So he can get away with being a Harvard student who steals a scholarship right. from a black person because his father won't let him go and won't pay for him because he's got substandard grades. He's got substandard grades. He can get in as a black person into Harvard and then at the end of the right. movie, he learns his lesson. That was another good, that was another one. Rush Hour because of all the Chinese jokes. Sixteen Candles, which I've always said is problematic because you that whole movie is just wrong. You've got long dick dong. No. You've got... No. You've got um, selling, Sixteen Candles s- s- is
1: hilarious, though.
0: It's hilarious, but it's like wrong. <laughs> selling panties of a teenage yeah. girl in the school. And then, like, the worst thing at the end of the movie, like they said... I always like. The, I like. I, yeah, I love the list. Yeah, it's a date rape movie. It like <laughs> shows love for a date rape. Like what the, like yo, <laughs> that wow. was yeah. You gotta understand. This is the this is what they loved. This is the movies right. that they loved more than anything else. And this is what and that was the conversation that we that was in that article that was in that um group because it was about. Right you know, how everything that we do is good is now um anti-woke. I'm gonna use that for a term. Everything instead of my code is gonna be anti-woke when I wanna say the W word and woke when I wanna say the black word. So it's like it's all anti-woke. And my whole thing was that everything that I've seen from that culture that they've pushed from the top. Rape, murder, um mm-hmm. inappropriate relationships rock music was like you know cat you know like um, sex with 14 16 year old girls right. in the in the songs mm-hmm. and everything this is what this was what they what they did but the one movie that i could not go without that was on that list was the picture in the very beginning tropic thunder because really the, yeah, tropic thunder i got to tell you tropic thunder because to me I don't care how bad and how problematic the actual movie was Robert Downey Jr in blackface for the entire movie <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious man. yeah what do you mean you people 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 so ludicrous right. and the reason why I'm not upset for him taking that role and actually playing that is because of the fact that he was playing. It's it's um something that it's a lost art that people don't understand now, which is sarcasm, and which is um, right. What's the word I'm looking for? Not sarcasm, but like parody. Parody. That's it. Because you mm-hmm. can imagine, you can imagine someone being. He was playing an actor who was so mm-hmm. self-absorbed that he thought that he could actually do that and it would be okay. And at the end of the movie, he actually did it. He actually, like, black guy slapped him. Nah, it's not okay, B. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So the message is it was him walking around the movie all day long in blackface, but the message was there. It was like it was parody. It was meant for you to understand that, yo, it's not okay for you to walk around and do this. And he did it so hilariously all day. Right? What do you mean? You know that voice? So it's just like, <laughs> yo, to me, Ken, I, I want that movie made no matter when. I want it made when, no matter what. So.
1: So. I just I just scanned through it again, and I don't know why I didn't why I didn't remember because Blazing Saddles.
0: Oh. Yeah. Never I be mean. Made today.
1: Th- 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 yeah. Th- there's no way. That I could like Blaze Saddles is one of my favorite movies, dog. Like famous. Not just hate not just hey, where's the white woman at?
0: Hey, uh the anti-woke woman <laughs> at. Hey boys. Where's the anti woke woman at? If we were updating it now, it would be right. anti woke woman at. You know, right. that would be it. But yeah. Oh yeah, that was that one was great. Yeah. You know, would you like some schnitzel? It's true. Right. Yeah. it's true. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Yeah.
1: Fifteen is my limit on snitching groupers.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Look. I, I was on the train. I'm gonna end the show with the story. I was actually on the train one day and um there was there were two uh um anti woke women and everything and their daughters. <laughs> right. And you know, I always take the big seats and everything Because right. I'm a big guy, I got my long legs and everything. And they were talking about movies, and they were, and somebody said Blazing Saddles, and they were like, that was the funniest movie ever. And they started talking about it as if they, like, had... And I just turned to them, and I just laughed, and I was like, yeah, it was. You know, <laughs> completely inappropriate. Completely inappropriate. But you know what? Yeah. They, handled, they handled relationships and relations a lot better you know, than we right. did. As much as we say we've made progress... You had shows where when you saw a television show and you saw a black police officer, a black attorney, a black anything, it was right. a, a big deal wasn't made out of it a lot of times because it was like the norm. And we knew mm-hmm. that and it was like written into the pie that you knew that some people were going to be racist about it. But guess what? They weren't going to win at the end of the day. Nowadays, right. they can be racist about it. And in some areas they can win. And that's the problem. So mm-hmm. great. We're 11 minutes over because I, I love this conversation. It's kind of good that all four of us weren't here today because the show would have went on for like three hours.
1: Yeah, no doubt. You get Gene started on this shit, it's never ending. It's
0: never ending. From Detroit, mm. Michigan. City Wing King, home of City Wings.
1: 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come down
0: and get you some wings. That is Mr. Grant Lancaster. City wings, I love. (laughs) And myself, I'm just your host, John X, host of Born in Trouble, and just overall kind of groovy cat and everything with a sense of humor. (laughs) Never going to Florida. (laughs) I'm gonna holler at you. Lessons to Miami. I may fly into Miami and fly back out. That's about it. Orlando's off limits for me now. The rest of the state completely off limits for me right now. I'm not. You won't see me. But John X born in trouble. Rob Brooks, Gene Hopkins. Catch you next time, everybody out there. Peace. Peace.